His album, Greener Postures, put out in 1980 by his buds at Ralph Records. They're the, the residence crew. Um, he, and as, as many people know, he played pretty regularly on albums by the residence as well. You can hear his, his very distinct, singular guitar style and technique on a lot of their songs. And that's a really great example of his fine guitar playing there on that on that song, Living in Vain. 
Uh, so, what's going on this week? It's, I'm sure you're going to care more than I do. Probably not. Um, it is, or it was, Jack Rebney's birthday on December 17th. And I don't know how many other people know who Jack Rebney is, but if you ever listen to some of the little clips I play in between the songs... Uh, there's the guy who, well, he says at the end of the show, I always play it at the end, he says, um, let us get the fuck out of here. He's known as the Winnebago Man. There's like a documentary made about him, and if you Google the definitive Winnebago Man, there's this whole uh, YouTube video that you'll find of some really hilarious outtakes of when he was filming this industrial video for the, uh, I don't know, whatever, 1989 Winnebago. Um, so, anyway, I love all those ridiculous witticisms that he just spouted off on the fly that you can hear and see on that video. And yeah, I'll just play, for all the clips I'm going to play today, I'll just be Jack Revenue to say, happy birthday, Jack. Because he's like 90 years old now. It's, it, I'm really surprised he's, he's still around. Uh, I hope he is, anyway. According to the internet, he still is. I'm sure he's, he's up to his old tricks somewhere. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the Jack Rebney update. Uh, then we'll have Zach come by and uh, talk a whole bunch of other bullshit with me halfway through. And, uh, yeah, for I'm Allowed, as we like to call it. And then, what else? I have a whole set of songs pertaining to ghosts. I have a new song by Gradini, an exclusive that he sent over my way, that I'll play a bit later. And then, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff here that I usually do. Found some good songs on Bandcamp this week, not gonna lie to you. I, I had a decent amount of time to do some digging, and I found a bunch of bands I'd never come across before, so especially from Spain and Italy, I did some uh, a lot of digging around there, so yeah. Actually, this next band that I'm going to play is from Italy. They're called Wow, and speaking of good guitar work, as we just heard with Snakefinger, you'll hear it from this Wow song as well. Uh, the title, which I probably won't pronounce all that correctly, but who cares, uh, is Come La Nata, and the album is titled the same, you know, could, you could call it the title track even if you want to, I, I don't care. Um, so yeah, that was put out last year by My Own Private Records and Maple Death, so uh, yeah, I think I've talked long enough and we'll leave it to wow.
mind of a man in a bar Who sits and keeps drinking with his thoughts straight so far It's the same old side story that has often been told One drink, then another, till he's out of control He sits down at a table with his hands on a glass For him there's no future, there's only the past He reaches for the bottle, but his hands don't take hold His eyes just can't focus He's out of control Does he search for contentment That he might hope to find From a honky-tonk woman Are the bottles of wine He shakes and he trembles Even though he's not old Like a leaf in a whirlwind He's out of control Yes, I'm just like That fellow who sits there all alone With no one to love me No family at home I'm a picture of others With a future so cold A life ain't worth living When it's out of control Listen, I'm going to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me.
love that. You start, I don't know if anybody noticed other than me, but I start back and track and it's in the middle of starting again. So it's just like silence. Anyway, I'm probably just raising a fuss about something that <laughs> doesn't even matter. Why, why do I even care? Uh, so that was Hand and Leg. The song was Hair. Uh, that comes from their self-title album that they put out in 2017 through labels Black Gladiator and Slovenly Recordings. And you know, I played stuff from their more recent album, uh, Lust and Peace, which came out last year. And I like that one really well. I never, I never had listened to the self-titled one up until uh, the past couple of weeks, and it's really, really good. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't listen to it sooner. So yeah, I'll. Uh, I mean, you can dig through the the other page and see the playlist and check out the Bandcamp link for Hand and Leg there. But I'll I'll post it later too. What a great song, Hair. Um, then we heard. Uh, Nisi and the song was Yuri this is from something they self-released this year an album called Izen which I assume is part of an anagram type situation because it uses all the same letters as the name of the band so the name of the album uses the the four same letters as the name of the band we'll see will they do that again for the next album you'll you'll have to have to wait and see um then there was george jones out of control from a 1960 mercury record single i played uh a version by uh his name escapes me marty martell yeah uh, a couple weeks ago i actually think i prefer marty martell's take on that but George Jones co-wrote it, so take what you will from that. So that was, I can't remember if I mentioned it from a 1960 Mercury single. Uh, then it was Vera Palm, Vile Mind Daddy, Dish Good Leiden Can. I always thought that meant because of my daddy, you can suffer well, but I was reading the lyrics to the song, and the phrase in German actually means... Um, where is it? Because my daddy likes you, which is a, a radically different uh, meaning than what I thought it was. But it's actually just like a, the difference of like a couple of letters or so in the in the in the words of, of the title of the song. So I forgive myself for that, but it's just kind of funny. And it's even though it sounds kind of sinister, it sounds kind of like not a happy song to somebody who doesn't speak German or speak German all that well. It's just kind of like, oh, we're going to borrow my dad's car and we're going to have some fun and drive really fast and listen to some schlager on the radio and stuff. So it's actually really lighthearted, even though it doesn't sound like that musically. So anyway, that was from a single that came out in 1968 by Hit Ton Uh And then we started it with Wow, or I started it with Wow. You're not doing the radio show. I am. Um... Kamala Nata, probably still not pronouncing that right, came out last year, again, through my own private records and Maple Dead. <laughs> um, so, I'm talking a lot, but, it's, you know, I guess I can do that. Um, 
I'm going to play something by Le Petit Soiree next, which means The Little Mice. Doesn't that sound cute? Um, I don't know if the person who gave the name to the band ever actually had mice in their house, but it's not very cute then, and you would never think about them fondly. That is, if they're an invasive pest, I guess if you have them as a pet, you might think differently. But, yeah, I've, I've had mice in places where I've lived, and it's absolutely awful. They're, they're not quiet as a mouse, as the saying goes. They chew through the walls and make a lot of noise doing that. They squeak a lot, more than you'd expect. And even though it's not noise-related, uh, for such a small animal, they, they just shit all over the place. It's remarkable. So, anyway, um, the, the title of the band, The Little Mice in English, as it would be, just got me thinking about how much I really detest those animals and how glad I am to be living in a house that uh, doesn't seem to have them. So anyway, the song I'll play by them is Seine Patrice, and this is from a four-song EP that was put out in 1965 by RCA Victor. Uh, the lead vocalist, Evelyn... Corta, I believe her name is. She went on to do more stuff under the name Pussycat later. And uh, I, I really like her, her output under that name. And the stuff on this EP is pretty good too. It, it's a little, little more, I don't know, not really folky, a little more relaxed, I guess. Her, her solo stuff is a little more upbeat. Um... What else is I going to say about that? I don't know. I pro- I've said enough. Here, here we go. I'll stop talking.
can't fucking make my mind work.
you got competition from a slick JP. Fuzzy old buzzards are filling their cross with highway robbery in the name of the law. So look out, stranger, you're heading for danger. There's a welcome sign ahead. I've got those drag them off the interstate socket to them, JP Blues. Yeah, welcome in the evening, sock them when they leave. The interstate socking to him. JP Blues. That's from a 1970 Capitol Records single. I appreciate the sentiment of that song, even though I don't think a lot of that happens today where cops are pulling people over and getting them thrown in jail for the money necessarily. I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, it probably still happens in some places not in America, but yeah, they totally pull over people needlessly and hassle them needlessly and, and treat them harshly, uh, so either way, I think the, the sentiment of the song still retains a lot of its value, uh, and basically, yeah, they're, they're just as useless as they've always been, cops. Anyway, um, heard from My Dog's a Bear before that. The song was Fear from their Icy Vomit EP they put out this year. That's a good one. Um, then there was Emboscada with Burrow from Cornezolo, which they released last year through Disco's Alahop. Alahop. Uh, Crawling Chaos before that Fraulein Lemoyne From the Big C And if you look at the cover of the album It's just a picture of The letter C with all kinds of Ornate decorations around it Um, That was originally put out in 1984 By their Fetus Products label But I was reading about it today It was recently reissued by E.E. Tapes On a run of 100 copies Of 180 gram vinyl Like, just this year, I had no idea. Um, So maybe there's still copies left. It's a good record. And started things with Les Petites Soirées. C'est n'est pas triste. And that was... Yeah, the other thing I was going to say about that. um, Evelyn Corta, who I had talked about moving on to do Pussycat as a solo thing later... She co-wrote some of the songs on that EP, too, and then she'd uh, either write or co-write a lot of those Pussycat songs, too. She's she's pretty talented. Um, so what am I going to do next? I'm going to play a brand-new song by Gradini that he sent over earlier this week. Uh, he sent me two. I'm going to play one this week and probably play one next week. This one's called He Was All Eyeballs, and it's from his forthcoming tape, The Human One. Uh, that'll be out 
as a self-released item, you can read a little more about it on his Bandcamp page, gradini.bandcamp.com. I'll post the link to that later. And yeah, if this song is any indication of what the rest of the tape will sound like, it's going to be a, a nice, over-the-top wild one. So yeah, I, I really like this. Um, so yeah, we'll get to Gradini next and some other songs and then... Probably in about 15 minutes, we'll talk to my pal and yours, Mr. Zach Coons, for Unallowed.
I don't know, shit. It's just all gone. I get so goddamn diuretic when I sit here, and my mouth just never stops.
That was Satellite uh, Ultra Era from an album of the same name, which was just posted on Bandcamp yesterday, on the band's Bandcamp page, that is, uh, and then also will be coming out on vinyl, so is my understanding, through Flexi Disco's No Thanks and One Minuto de Gloria. Also, heard Morgana with Dialogue FM from their demo, which they put out this year. They included a note on their Bandcamp page that says they plan to record those songs and have them sound better. I think they already sound quite good. They sound a lot better than what a lot of people put out as their finished album. So, um, anyway, that'll be interesting to see either way. Um, then it was This Heat, A New Kind of Water from Deceit, put out in 1981 by Rough Trade. Then The Centuries, Fourth Dimension, from a 1964 Cleopatra Records single, and not the Cleopatra Records that puts out all the horrible EBM nonsense uh, that is, yeah, I don't think I'd ever play anything like that here in a million years. Um, to start... Gradini, he was all eyeballs from his forthcoming tape, The Human One, to be released next year. And as promised, it's time to talk to Mr. Coons and see what that man has on his mind. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. <laughs> in a very <laughs> well you sound very far away <laughs> is this any better <laughs> maybe a bit <laughs> I'll pop it right I, I wanted to leave, I wanted to have the speaker on that way you could really get how incredibly cavernous it, it is in this bathroom that I, <laughs> I'm in the bathtub but uh, just this is better. I've got it right next to my big fat mouth. <laughs> yeah, that that is better. I mean, the uh, the speakerphone did convey the the nature of the room adequately, but you also just sound really far from the phone too. So it's because it's such a big <laughs> bathroom, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I threw it across the room. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I tossed it as far as I I, sl- I threw it against the wall. You might have heard a, a crash too. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you got going on how long are you in the bathtub today well at least an hour yeah not long enough in other words hour, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I now I've got my I've got a groove down where I take a bath in the morning and in the afternoon or in the evening so I'm, I'm two baths a day at minimum sometimes three baths a day if I've got the time for it I'll take one in the morning, I'll take one in the afternoon, and I'll take one in the evening. You're going to be squeaky clean. No, I, I never clean myself in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I never actually wash in the bathtub at all. I just sit and, usually I just sit and read. Actually, I, I made a, I made a really, uh, I made a really lofty goal for myself this week, and that is to, um, to, to read all of the brothers Karamazov in one week. So I started on Sunday, actually. And I've like, I've just been sitting in the bathtub and reading brothers Karamazov all week. I'm pretty close to actually, cause today is the last day. I'm actually pretty close to meeting that goal. 
it's uh it's 700 702 pages and i'm at uh i'm at like 610 610 pages i think you can do it yeah i think so too i have i have kind of a busy day uh our old our old buddy bob hat and i are going to record in this uh this unused tunnel called the mouth the mouth of satan today <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rec- we're gonna record a new album for our duo act today. Yeah, have you been in the tunnel so before? That might uh, that might put a damper on it, but because that'll take that'll be several hours in the making. Probably do that directly after. Yeah, uh, after we get off the off the phone today. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's still doable. I've got to I've got to go to bed pretty early because I'm leaving for Michigan in the morning. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, State. you could even stretch it out till tomorrow, and I'm sure nobody would begrudge you that. But if you're, I would begrudge myself that. That's the thing, you know. I really don't care about what other people think at all. You know, <laughs> couldn't couldn't care less if someone's gonna, you know, give me grief over it. I don't know. That'd be a pretty unusual thing to give somebody grief over. I mean, reading 610 pages in a week is a, no small feat, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Once I set these goals for myself, when I don't when I when I don't reach them, I don't feel too good about myself. Undoubtedly, if so I, you told the right person about your goal and how you didn't meet it, they they probably would give you a hard time about it. I'm sure there's that. Oh person yeah, well, I just wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, no no doubt there are there are certainly one one little one one scroll scroll down two or three uh, posts on Facebook and you'll find that person basically if I put it on Facebook or something like that I'm sure I could find ha- maybe half a dozen people who would uh, make sure and give me a really hard time for it but I just couldn't care less about that that doesn't that would that wouldn't bother me at all yeah I wouldn't even bother defending myself to them you know just, oh okay you know. I don't know. People's opinions are pretty much totally meaningless to me, I'd say. On a completely unrelated note, is Bob living in Columbus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Bob lives about uh Yeah, Bob's always lived in Columbus. Um or he lived in Columbus for like uh, at least 10 years. Uh yeah, he actually just bought he bought a house uh over the summer. And he actually lives. We live in the same neighborhood. He lives like he lives like a three minute drive away from me. I can I can pretty easily walk there too. So we have a we have a weekly bonfire. Uh, Bob and my roommate Eve and I and some other guests sometimes. But yeah, we have a we have a little weekly bonfire here, and it's very nice. We'll have to when you come and visit. We'll have to we'll have to have one in your honor. I'd be absolutely thrilled by that. Hopefully we can do that. <laughs> Soon, right? The vaccine's rolling out. Maybe the the travel restrictions will be, uh, I don't know, a little less restricted, I guess. Maybe in six months. That's, Sometimes soon. That's my guess. I'm thinking, yeah, that's about my timeline. You know, I'd say probably still in the U.S., still no shows for 2021. No shows I'm going to play in 2021 anyway, just to be just to be extra safe but i'd say you know it's going to be travel is going to be more uh attainable in the next 
six months, I'd say, something along those lines. But, yeah. It's, uh, this year, is, I've played the fewest shows of my life this year since I was 16 years old and started playing out live. I only played, I think, maybe, let's see. I played four shows total. I actually played three shows the week before the COVID thing was announced. So, so you I were got, trying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to trying to get my yeah, trying to reach my usual amount, but yeah. No guys, I didn't really I don't know. I think I really didn't it didn't really register how long this thing was gonna go on for me. Yeah, I don't think it did for anybody. I thought, oh, you know, this is this is gonna be this will be something that lasts a few weeks and it won't be that big of a deal. But I was very, very, very wrong. It is still going strong. Cases are still rising in the U.S. People are, I've lost my, my cousin, my great aunt, uh, actually two cousins, my great aunt, my, uh, on one side, my great aunt on the other one. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a killer. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't know about that, buddy. Jeez. Sorry. Sorry to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I didn't know any of them all that well. I mean, they're, they're, I wouldn't consider them really close, but still, yeah, it's no, I mean, we're all family in some way or other, so anybody dying is not great news. Yeah. Well, most people dying isn't great news, I guess. Certain people dying Might is be. pretty good news, you know. Yeah. Hitler popped himself off. Yeah. It's probably for the best. I would say it is for the, was I for the best. <laughs> I could make a list, probably. Yeah, probably, probably wouldn't probably wouldn't say it out loud, but yeah, I, I could make a list of some people where the, that the world would probably be a bit of a better place without them. <laughs> but uh, you never know, though. You never know when that moment of grace is going to come into somebody's life. You know, I think no one, no one's beyond some kind of some kind of haphazard redemption. I do believe that. You know, even the most unseemly characters can still find some kind of some find some kind of glory in their life no matter how they can walk up to the they can walk up to the edge and choose not to jump over it i guess i'll put it that way that's kind of how i feel about it but there are certainly people that that live in this world that make everyone else's lives much much harder than than it has to be and it's already very hard very complex very difficult living in this world is already that so for anyone to come in the world and just make and make it even hard, make a very difficult thing any more difficult is kind of, I mean, it's it's, in, it's inexcusable, really. But there's certainly more than the fair share of that. I guess they deserve to live, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I get to make that call. But you know, yeah. Well, it, uh, as the old saying goes, even a broken clock is correct two times a day. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's about it. When are you going out to this tunnel? Yeah. Uh, when or where? When? I guess I where is oh, interesting I, as well. <laughs> well, directly after we get off the phone, I'm going to get dressed and go pick up Bob, and we're gonna we're gonna head out there. We're gonna head out there. Uh, I think Bob's eating lunch now, so yeah, pretty much right after right after we finish talking, I'm going to head out there and and. Uh, we're going to do some recording for a few hours. It's uh, probably like in, in my top five of strangest places to record an album. 
you know, it's not not number one, but uh, in the top five for sure. There was this place in uh, Ashland, the place where I used to live, Ashland, Kentucky, where there was it must I think it was an old gym or something, but somehow it got it was underground and it got buried over. So we actually I think I did this solo because no one would go with me. I I uh, took my that Zoom field recorder that I have that I'll be using today to to uh, and broke the lock for this place and climbed down. It was like a probably a forty five foot ladder climb down into this really cavernous, dirty old gym. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I recorded in there, and it was pretty pretty terrifying. Uh, one time I recorded in a, in a. I had this I had this album where I I asked I asked if I could get at least fifteen shrieking females to to join me in this old barn uh, <laughs> in in rural Kentucky, this old abandoned barn, and I, I made an album out of that. And it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was Dionysian, I would say. It was real, it was, it's full of revelry, <laughs> that album. I've never released it. I should put that album out sometime. Yeah, that's interesting. It's, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty terrifying. <laughs> it's just people shrieking over me. I brought, I took a generator out there and put, uh, hooked my PA up to it and, you know, ran through all the, like, a few different instruments and loopers and things like that, and had some had some had some really wild, dangerous, devastating music going on behind these this this chorus of of shrieking women. It's called uh, that album's called Moonlight Menstruation and Birth Birth Earth. <laughs> wow, that that's quite that a concept. Got a real ring to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't really put my finger exactly on what the concept is, but uh, I guess it's open. To, it's open to interpretation. <laughs> it's uh, hits you where it hurts. Yeah, I bet. Uh, that was one of what, what's what's the strangest place you've ever recorded? I don't know. I'm gonna say I don't even hold a candle to what you got here. I mean, all my stuff's been at home or in in a studio proper i don't know if there's even been anywhere i've recorded that's all that been been all that strange to be honest so yep you yeah (laughs) yeah i i tip my hat to you on the adventurous nature of your recording endeavors (laughs) one time i was uh i was recording this album for rick weaver and i basically the soundtrack for this film that rick weaver and i were making and i put on this all red suit and i carried my uh my harmonium out to this cave in the middle of the night in uh in a national park actually it might have been the state park anyway i had to because the gate was closed i had to carry this harmonium like about two and a half miles in the dark and uh you know if you're familiar with a harmonium they're, they're pretty heavy actually they're, they're about 30 to 40 pounds something like that so it was no mean task to even get it out there and I, so I got it out there and there were a group of teenagers who were, who were out there drinking basically. Um, and I didn't say a word to them. They didn't say a word to me. I just sat, I sat down and started setting up, like I set candles all around this, made this little circle for myself with candles and, um, put a, the, the theme was that there was this kind of 
uh, nightmare god called the guest that would uh, that would inhabit people. So, and his his symbols were a fiddle and a pomegranate. So I put a fiddle and a pomegranate in the in this circle of candles. I sat in this circle of candles, and so symbolically to to get the recording to before I started any recordings, I took a, a long knife and slashed the back of my neck open. And uh, I did that, and these kids were just totally silent. They didn't say anything at all. And one of them did the classic cracked a beer can, and I, <laughs> I like, shot a really hard look over at them, and I said, you, either, you can either leave right now, or you have to be totally silent. Take your pick, you know? And uh, they kind of sat there dumbfounded for a second, and then one of them said, We'll be quiet. <laughs> and uh, so I did this recording, like a 45-minute uh, harmonium piece in this cave. And uh, I sat there completely still the entire time. I finished, loaded up all my candles, the fiddle, the pomegranate, the harmonium, left out of there. Not a word was exchanged. <laughs> I wonder, I've wondered, I've often wondered, like, is that how how often that story has been uh, told and retold throughout Lawrence County, Ohio? <laughs> Is it like a story of renown and, and legend now? <laughs> you should try not, not even believed. Yeah, maybe, maybe they maybe it's on a Reddit <laughs> thread somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah. And then there was one time that I I was making this drink called. Uh, uh, back in my drinking days, I was making this this uh, drink that I called Kentucky Dreams with a Z at the end, and it was Nyquil and uh, and and Kentucky Gentleman Bourbon. <laughs> and I went out to I went out to this uh, this big lake area, and I was making like field recordings of my um, feet rustling around in uh, in uh, leaves and that sort of thing. And then I, I, I was I was doing this in the dark too, and I slipped at the edge of this, uh, at this hillside that I didn't notice was there. I slipped because it was it had been rainy, so I slipped on these gooey leaves, and tumbled down this hill, a really tremendous way. You know, I really tumbled away, hit my head on this, uh, hit my head on this uh, tree, and it knocked me out cold. And I woke up in the morning just like almost frozen to death because this was late fall. So, yeah, I woke up in the morning almost frozen to death, like covered in frost and that all that sort of thing because I got so wet. I was like, <laughs> just packed up my field recorder and went on home. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get all, that recording? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have the recording? Would it be like, goo, 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 like just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have that. I still have that recording. Unfortunately, I dropped my field recorder in the middle of tumbling, so it didn't get it didn't get the sound of me knocking myself out cold while I was <laughs> after hitting the tree. So I've wondered often is that is that what's wrong with me? <laughs> do I have like a do I have like a traumatic brain injury from cracking my knocking myself out hitting a tree from tumbling from down a great height? <laughs> but. I think there could be any number of things wrong with me. That's probably just maybe just the icing on the cake. Well, the fact that you're getting up to all this stuff to begin with surely means something. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, that that probably says a lot more than yeah me, me getting knocked out by slamming my head into a tree. <laughs> yeah, all, all all of uh, most of those things were pre-tree, so I guess yeah, there's something 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 screwy up there up top, you know, without hitting the tree. Yep. And, uh, well, be careful yeah, in that tunnel today. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I, I don't. I don't see myself knocking my. I don't see myself getting knocked out. But you never know. I might get lucky. <laughs> yeah. I might get lucky and get consciousness taken from me. Who knows? Yep. It's uh, it's notebook at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and anything could happen. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, buddy, we're getting close on the twenty minute mark, so uh, I guess we can oh. wrap it up. And you know, you got uh, you got to towel off and go meet Bob and all that kind of thing. So. That's the facts, Jack. Yeah, that that's it exactly. Well, my friend, as always, I, I loved I loved the uh, I loved the bur- the blurb about the uh, mice. <laughs> that yeah. uh, you really summed it up there. They've <laughs> they've got an innocent reputation, but if you've ever lived with mice, you know that they're not innocent at all. They're they're malicious, malignant little creatures. Yeah, and not quiet. Not at all. I have nothing positive <laughs> to say about that experience, and it's happened to me multiple times. So, uh, me too. Yeah, never again. Never again. That's why. Yeah, you know, Eve does her. It's in the city. There, there's just not as many of them. I think, or it's harder to. I don't know. I, you know, I've lived in the country a lot, where they're just knocking around. So, I, I'm, I've become very familiar with their uh with their habits their their nasty little habits and i'm i'm glad to be living in a house where they are they do not play a role at all i'll put it that way (laughs) yeah well that was the thing is the worst i ever had them was the house that i was living in when you first came to meet me in toronto like they were just really oh yeah because it's they just have so many old houses there that are all joined or you know like close to each other and then, like, those houses are at least 100 years old and often older than that. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so they can just get in in the in the winter when everything's cold or the fall. Yeah, they just come right on in. We moved in in the summer and didn't think it would be a problem at all. And then, yeah, when as soon as the cold weather set in, it was just overran by mice. It was so bad. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I was, I'm glad to be able to listen to the show now. I really... Uh... <laughs> It's a it's a thrill as always, my friend, to to be able to have the, have this as a weekly uh, a, a, a weekly a little weekly treat. So thanks thanks for having me on, my friend. My pleasure. We'll uh, we'll keep it going. I'll I'll be uh, yakking with you next week, provided. Yeah, I mean we'll start. Can I wait? <laughs> as to what day? I think we'll probably do it Sunday, but yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Okay. Cool. Perfecto, my friend. I'll be talking to you soon. I'll be seeing you. Be seeing you, and see, say hi to Bob for me, too. You bet. I sure will. All right, my friend. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's it for Zach for this week. Off to the tunnel, and uh, yeah, I got that whole set of ghost-oriented songs to come. Uh, so this first one is called Ghost Memories. It's by Gene McCowan and was put out in 1964 on a Brass Records single. Ooh. 
time Ever since you've left me I've almost lost my mind In just a few minutes A knock on the door At three o'clock Every night Ghost memories walk for Ghost memories walk for Once dragging the chain of lies That I told you Once wearing a wedding band Made a fire that's blue Oh, there must be a million of them In the clothes you wore At three o'clock every night Ghost memories walk for Ghost memories walk for See them even though they're every place People know how they scare me When they look up on my face If I moved into a new house They'd surely find the door At three o'clock every night Ghost memories walk for Ghost memories walk for Once dragging the chain of lies That I told you Once wearing a wedding band Made a fireless blue Oh, there must be a million of them In the clothes you wore At three o'clock Every night ghost memories walk for Ghost memories walk for Ghost memories walk the
my body is dismembered from my mind completely. <laughs> Which is pretty average with me. Ghost.
Yeah, Lake of Dracula, the carpet, Old Ghost, from their self-titled album put out in 1997 by Skidcraft. And that ends the ghost set, if you want to call it that. I don't know what else to call it. Um, all the songs had the word ghost in the title, but I don't think any of them really tie into ghosts or haunted things thematically when the songs have lyrics for what that's worth um, so yeah Eddie Milliner's Eddie Miller and his band before that Ghost Town that was the instrumental uh, taken from a four star records single put out in 1960 then there was the Swanks Ghost Train um Actually, shit, no, Eddie Miller and his band, that wasn't the instrumental. That was like kind of the country thing. It was the, the Swanks before that, that was the, the instrumental. Uh, Ghost Train from a single put out in 1968 by Charm. Then it was the Gun Club, Ghost on the Highway from Fire of Love, originally released by Ruby Records in 1981. And starting it off, Gene McCown, Ghost Memories from a Brass Records single put out in 1964. Uh, got Samantha Jones next with Go Ahead. This was released as the B-side of a single put out by Ford, as in the car manufacturer Ford. They had this single on the A-side. It's a song called something to the effect of Ford Leads the Way. And it's this really mellow, kind of silly thing about Ford automobiles and the Ford brand sung by Samantha Jones. I, I'm not all that fond of it, so I don't even think I'll play it in jest. But what's stranger, I think, is a, a song like this would be on the B-side. You think they would have something more akin to the A-side for it? But I don't know. I don't make the rules. So we'll hear that next, and uh, I got a few more songs to come after that, and that'll be it for the show. I'll come back and back announce them, so... Don't worry. You'll hear from me again. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't leave you hanging. Go ahead and hurt me. See if I could care. You should desert me That's not hard to bear But just before you do Yes, you can hurt me 
Because I don't think I can get out of this thing worth a shit. Nobody can, so, you know. Estoy amando locamente, muy enamorada de un amigo mío. Y no lo esperaba, ni yo misma sé cómo es que aconteció. Un día sin querer, sus ojos yo miré. Y desde entonces me enamoré de él. Yo sé que tiene novia y que no está bien que yo lo ame así. Si tal vez la quiere, nunca logrará que sea para mí. Y sé que sufriré. Mas tengo que olvidar Lo que es de los otros no es bueno mirar A alguien buscaré Que no compartiré Pues conmigo aconteció Que estoy enamorada de un amigo mío Pues conmigo aconteció Que estoy enamorada de un amigo mío
Just between you and me I'm not so sure about it Cause just between you and me birthday party waving my arms that's for Tracy Pugh whose birthday is today December 19th he would have been 63 so yeah happy birthday to Tracy Pugh the best bass player who ever lived Uh, waving my arms comes from I guess it was on a few things but uh, the friend catcher single I think I think that was the first thing I came out on uh, put out in 1980 by 4AD. Uh, also played Charlie Pride. And the song was Just Between You and Me. And kind of on a sad note, uh, Charlie died from complications due to COVID uh, last Saturday. So goodbye, Charlie. And yeah, he's left behind a whole lot of good music so I'll probably be playing more. I, I was thinking about playing either that one or Snakes Crawl at Night but I, I played the Snakes Crawl at Night not too long ago so yeah. 
Um, anyhow, that came out in 1966 on a single by RCA Victor. Uh, then there was uh, Nanina y Orquestra de Arturo Castro, and the song was In Omarada de un Amigo Mio. And that's from 1966, also through an RCA Victor single. Then before that, Vermouth with N340 from their self-titled release that was put out last year through Mass Carpona Discos, uh, Marina before that with Sonora from a self-titled release that they put out towards the beginning of this year. And they put another EP out uh, fairly recently too, which is really good. So both of those are on their Bandcamp page. And as I mentioned, Samantha Jones to start with Go Ahead from her 1968 Ford Records single. And that's everything. So I'm going to leave it there. I'll be back next week. Thanks for being here. And I don't think there's anything else left to say. Uh, I'll put the replay up on onman.net soon. And uh, yeah, I'll do it. Bye bye. Just look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.